Welcome back to the PO3 podcast. My name is Marcus Marks. Uh, what is going on, everybody? Um, I've had a hell of a week. Uh, so I know I, I was talking about like on the last episode how um, you can even hear it in my voice. Like I noticed I'm sounding like a little, sound a little timid. <clears throat> and it's not a, it's not on purpose, you know, it's just, you know, the way this shit works. I, I got to try to stop cussing like in the within the first five seconds of this. I'm going to try to make a goal where I don't, I'm trying to set a little goal for myself so I don't cuss just for YouTube purposes. You know, I want to get more views and stuff uh, that I don't get flagged or anything. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, like shortly after I filmed the last episode um, of this podcast, episode 23, I was feeling great. And even like uh, the episode before that, I had like a really good week. Where I was just up, I finally came out of my depression, and I was doing real well, and I got motivated, I was super inspired, and uh, had a lot of energy, I was up and about, you know, I was up early, uh, I was recording, I was making beats, I was making songs, I started doing the podcast again, and I had uh, all these high hopes and everything, high hopes, and like I, I, I had mentioned it, in the podcast that I was just dreading the downfall and the, the oncoming of the depression. And sure enough, I want to say probably the day after I recorded that podcast, maybe even that night, I <laughs> it fucking hit me. Red flag, cussed again. Uh, it hit me pretty hard. And sure enough, I just fell into a, a deep depression. Um I don't know. I mean, I've been more depressed than that, but I mean, regardless, it was, uh, it sucked. And I was like, man, like I was making all these promises to myself. Like I'm going to keep doing this. And, um, you know, I wanted to get the ball rolling with, you know, feeling better, but it's out of my control. You know, I, I don't have any control over how it affects me, but I do have control over my mentality sometimes. Uh, and that's what I'm trying to do um, this time around is at least try and have a better <clears throat> a better mentality, a more positive mentality about this stuff. But um, yeah, I was I was like, wow, perfect timing, you know, because I was starting to get back into this. So, and I kind of lost my train of thought because I was trying to set up the lighting like how I had it on the last one. Uh, Colors weren't, I don't know what I did different. I did everything the same, but I didn't get the same result for whatever reason. And it's because uh, when Victor Jr. was here, I had a setup, or same setup here that you see, but I had markers for like where the tripod goes and where the lights go and even where the desk goes and everything. Uh, and when I took those markers off, uh, I kind of just started freestyling what, I, uh, what my setup was going to be. So I just kind of put everything, try to make it look, you know, somewhat the same. But it affects like the the uh, the lighting and stuff. So I mean that's why probably the colors look different every time. But I'm going for a very specific look, like a, a darker tone in the back, uh, a warmer tone, if you will. But um, anyway, yeah, I got super sidetracked and I was about to hit record and then I noticed uh, the lighting wasn't the way I wanted it. So uh, I started fiddling with it and then I got a little obsessive obsessive over it. I didn't get the look I was going for, but I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to 
hit record. I need to get this thing out of the way before I wear myself out mentally just trying to fiddle with these lights and the camera angle and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it sucked. It uh, it is what it is though. You know, nothing changed about the seeking help part though. Um, I did get depressed or whatever, and I lost all my motivation, and uh, I, I really didn't want to <laughs> mess with this thing anymore. But I don't know. You got to start somewhere. You know, you got to start keeping promises to yourself at some point, and that's what I'm trying to do. You know, um, <clears throat> and it's such a blur. I can't even really explain or describe how it happened or how it starts to happen and how I start uh, declining mentally. It's just one of those things where you have to experience it and everything just kind of becomes a blur and everything gets blah. But a good news is uh, I did start seeking help again. So I'll go into it a little bit. But um, so... My fiance made a, an appointment for me um, a couple weeks ago, probably like three weeks ago or something like that, to get the ball rolling again, you know, see where we can start off. And uh, she scheduled me one for uh, like a behavioral health type of uh, psychologist. And from there, they, they kind of, you know, they intake you and you're there for, you know, however long you want to see them. And then you kind of uh, go over your options and stuff. And it's a base, it's therapy is what it is. Um, and I, this is a, something I've never done before. I mean, other than a kid, uh, I've been to therapy before, but it was completely out of context for me because I had no idea what I was doing. I was too young to understand it. Um, so this is the first time I've done therapy <clears throat> in a long, long time. And it's a different type of therapy too. I guess it's called EMDR, uh, which I don't know anything about, but um, I'll get into that in a minute. So scheduled me an appointment probably like three weeks ago. And uh, I was super excited. I was like, finally, yeah, we're going to get the ball rolling. And I didn't really think about it until, you know, the day before. And so I was supposed to have my appointment yesterday. <clears throat> and I was excited. It was uh, it was at 10 in the morning. Uh, my fiance went with me. We got up, got ready. And we were on our way over there. And I was feeling good. I was feeling mentally positive. And I was excited to finally get this thing going and we're driving and we get to the destination and I'm parked outside because we're a little bit early so I'm just sipping on my coffee and I hear people outside talking there's some offices close by like on the same block and they're outside talking and they're discussing how the power went out and I was like oh great I was like I bet you hundred thousand dollars that the office that I was supposed to go into for my appointment, the power went out there too. It's because it was right there. And sure enough, I got off and I started walking over there and everybody started coming out and I was like, great. So I'm just kind of waiting there. And she comes out, she's like, uh, the power went out right now. We're going to have to send you guys back and reschedule. And I want to cuss really bad right now, but I'm going to try not to. But needless to say, I was, furious. I didn't throw a tantrum or anything like that. I just, I, my fiance was kind of just standing there and I, I walked away back to the car because I guess the, the power is usually that happens a lot in that area. And uh, normally it would take like five, 10 minutes for the power to go on. So I was like, all right, let me just go back to the car. Uh, we wait 15 minutes or whatever, go back. I was like, you know what? Call them or something. Let's see what I got to do. Like, are they going to reschedule me? I've been waiting three weeks for this, you know? 
longer than that um, to start this process, you know? And sure enough, long story short, they have to reschedule everybody. So I'm standing there. I'm like, dude, I waited three weeks for this appointment. I was like, I need to get in. And it's not like I'm going in to see the dentist or, uh, you know, like I have a cold or anything like that. It's nothing like that. It's like, it's for my mental health, you know, it's to talk to the psychiatrist or psychologist. And uh, they send us away and I'm furious. I didn't say anything like on the whole way back. Uh, my fiance looked at me, she looked at me and uh, she knew how much it meant to me, you know, to finally get this thing going, this process. And then, of course, the day I have my appointment, the freaking power goes out and I'm already I'm already in my head. I'm like, of course, this is just my kind of luck and this is why nothing ever gets done. And I said what I said and I didn't take it out on my partner, but um, I was pretty upset and I, I was quiet the whole way home. I didn't say one word. I was just like, man. F these people, like, I'm so tired of dealing with, like, bottom of the barrel, because I don't have that great of insurance, bottom of the barrel, uh, health clinics, you know, that's exactly what they are, and I, I was just so sick of it, I'm just like, dude, I need, like, I want proper help, like, I'm tired, because I've been there before, and last time I was there, it's just, you're in, you're out. And it's like, they don't even take time to get to know you. They just, first thing they do is they prescribe you or they said, but what they do is they set you another appointment a month out. <laughs> so you're like dead in the water again, having to play the waiting game for a psychiatrist. And same thing, you know, I wait my, my month, go see the psychiatrist again, in and out 30 minutes. They're talking to me and she just, you know, I fill out a couple forms and take a little test and, she asked me all kinds of questions and stuff, and then she gives me a diagnosis and then prescribes me a bottle of pills that same day. And that's it. So I walk out of there like, what just happened? Like, I feel like nothing got done other than I just got prescribed pills. So I'm, I was sick and tired of going through that process. I wanted to go to a place where they can get to know me as a patient and know my backstory and have and I wanted to tell the entire story that way they can get to know my you know the entirety of me and how I operate mentally and all the little nuances that might tie into other conditions or you know just so they have the full details before they give me a prescription that way I feel like they did their homework before they just throw a bottle of pills at me so we're driving home and I'm furious and they haven't called us back or anything like that and we get to the house and I go upstairs, I take a piss, and then I immediately, my fiance is just in the room, I immediately just grab the keys and go back down to the car. Um, I grab a box of cigarettes that I have and um, I just went in the car. And I wasn't gonna do anything stupid, I just wanted some time alone. Like As soon as I like got in the car and backed out, my fiance texted me, she's like, where are you going? I was like, I just wanna be alone right now, Like I don't wanna talk to anybody. So I went and sat in a little spot, a uh, nice little area. And I, I was just, I had one cigarette. I don't, you know, just to take the edge off a little bit. And I was just sitting there for like an hour just thinking. And I tried to, like, I was just calming myself down, basically. So I'm sitting there for an hour, smoking a cigarette, drinking my coffee, Looking at the freaking scenery, nature, 
got my windows rolled down, the breezes in my face. So it's a nice day outside. But mentally, I'm feeling complete opposite. I'm just like, in my head, I'm just like, man, F all this. Like, I, this is why I never go get help, you know, because it's always something. And then when I finally get in, like I said, they shoo you away within 30 minutes. And it's like, I feel like I just, I want to do this differently. I want to go to a different place. I don't want to mess with this place anymore. Like, I'm done with this place. And even on the way home, my fiance mentioned, she was like, all right, I'll look into a different place. Like, I... I know you're tired of it. So I'm in the car. I'm like, what do I do? Like, I just, I need some alone time. I need to do something. So I was like, all right, I'll go to the mall by myself. Throw my headphones on. I drive to the mall. Didn't even tell my fiance. I was just like, look, screw it. I, I've been, I wanted to go get some pants or whatever, look for a shirt just to take my mind off of things, you know? And I don't even normally like being around people, but it was so early that, uh, it wasn't going to be, like, crowded or anything. So I went over there, and I'm just, like, kind of shopping. And probably, like, 20 minutes into it, just looking around, uh, my phone rings, and it's the healthcare center. And I noticed the number, and I just hung up on it. And they leave a voicemail, and it's the doctor that I've never met before, the psychologist, leaves me a message. I listened to it, and at that point, I just, like, went in one ear and out the other. I, I deleted the message even. Another 10 minutes go by. Because in my head, I'm, I'm already, like, I'm not going to mess with these people, like, this is so stupid. Like, I know it's not their fault. The power went out. It's not my fault. But I was standing out there ready to go. And I told them, I was like, look, just get, you know, we're here. You know, can you ask the doctor or something like that? And they just, they told everyone that they got to reschedule them. So I was furious. So I hung up. I wasn't even going to call them back. I was like, I'm done with this place. And then I'm probably like five minutes go by, 10 minutes. He calls back again. And I answer it. I was like, hello. He's like, hey, uh, is this Marcus? I was like, yep. He's like, hey, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, we had an appointment earlier, and this and that, and the power went out. And I apologize, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay. I was like, uh, he's all, so what do you want to do? Do you want to reschedule? Uh, I know we're, you've been waiting quite some time to get in here, or we can just have a brief consultation on the phone. And I was like, I don't know where, why I said yes. I think it was just the way he was talking to me. He sounded sincere. Um, and he felt bad that I missed my appointment just because he knows how long the process is to finally get the ball rolling. So I, I was like, you know what? We'll just, we'll, we'll do it on the phone and then we'll schedule something else. So, because I've never done anything on the phone like that before either. So I was like, all right, let's just see what this guy has to say. Let's see where it's going to go. So we're talking and... Next thing you know, man, I'm I'm freaking 20 minutes into a conversation with this dude, and he seems like a really cool dude, and um, kind of the opposite of what I was thinking. There was even a part of the conversation where I was like, I couldn't wait to tell you, you know, you were wrong or this and that, and he he had mentioned something like that before I even said that, because he he himself is also on medication because of you know PTSD or whatever. And that was one of the options we were discussing. And he just, he has a lot of hands-on experience with it. Self-experience, you know, personal experience with what I'm going through and stuff. And I just felt like we connected on a different level than I've ever connected with a doctor before. Um, and I was very open to everything he was telling me. And that's when he mentioned the EMDR therapy and... uh 
you know, meeting with him uh, every week and getting to know me and stuff like that. And he was like, dude, it's your choice. It's your choice of what you want to do as far as taking medication. He's like, I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm just advising you. And I'm telling you from experience and from working with so many people that it helps tremendously. But you also have to start reworking your thinking. I forget what even he mentioned, because I was only talking to him for a brief period of time. And he, you know, he took a couple of things from it. And one of the things I told him too, okay, before I get too far ahead, um, I want to go into reworking my thinking. But I, I forget what he even diagnosed it as. It's, it's like self-sabotage type of stuff. I, I wish I would have wrote it down, but I was just, I was in the mall. I'm walking through the mall. People can hear me, but I don't really give a damn because who cares? You know, they don't know me. I'll never see these people again. So I'm kind of distracted at the same time, but I'm also trying to take in the information and it's already hard enough for me to take take in information as it is. So I forget what he called it, but basically he was like a big part of this is you need to start reworking your mentality and making it a habit to stop those negative thoughts. You just have to recarve those neural pathways and make sure that you're at least trying to be more positive because everything that happens, I look at it in a negative light and I look at everything negatively and I self-sabotage myself before I can get anywhere. And that's a horrible uh, thought pattern to be in and it's because of PTSD and all this shit that I've gone through stuff that I've gone through um, on top of the bipolar disorder you know so I'm always on flat or fight response or I'm, I'm always 0 to 100 really quick as he described it and I'm always um, I know right you guys are like are you really going to trust a doctor that quotes Drake yes because <laughs> you don't <laughs> you had to be there but and I'm just a bad storyteller so but the things that he was saying, like it, it, they rang true to me and they hit really close to home. And I didn't smell any BS. Like I, I just felt like, all right, this guy has a lot of experience in it and I can hear it in him. And he was even telling me, he was like, dude, I can hear it in your voice. Like you want to get better and that you're fighting, you know? And uh, it was very sincere. But um, one of the things I also mentioned to him was like, because I, I, I've been diagnosed three times already with bipolar disorder. Um, bipolar 2 disorder to be specific but I even told him on the phone again I was like dude I'm not even 100% entirely convinced that I even have bipolar disorder because I don't I don't I can't differentiate a, a manic episode versus a, a hypomania you know because I'm going through it and then he mentioned a bunch of symptoms and stuff and then I was trying to be as honest as I possibly could with him. And I told him everything, uh, you know, symptoms and stuff that I know of. And he was like, dude, I, I mean, yeah, he was like, it hits it dead on. Like the medication that they prescribed you, because he had my file pulled up from before I went last year or two years ago. He was like, the medication that they were going to prescribe you was pretty dead on for what, you know, we want to, for what we want to treat. Basically saying, yeah, you do have bipolar. And that... I'm just kind of not in denial, but he understood 
when I told him that it's hard for me to recognize it sometimes because I'm so used to it and I don't really know any better. So it's hard for me to see it unless somebody points it out in me. And that was another thing too I wanted to bring. I asked him, I was like, can I bring my fiance here with me because she can lend a different viewpoint and tell you maybe if something I can't answer or if I'm not sure of like you just said about the symptoms, she can confirm it. Because a lot of the times I don't, I'm not even sure. You know, and that's why it took so long to get treated because I was unaware and I was just oblivious to all this stuff that was going on in my behavior. Um, because it's kind—it's of, always after the fact. I'll have an incident and then I'll correct it afterwards, but it's never in the moment that I recognize it. So that's what I'm going to see therapy for and medication. But um, it's a lot. But one of the ideas, and I don't know if this is going to going to interfere with my treatment or anything, but one of the things I really want to do, if they allow it, and I don't know, but I kind of want to document it, honestly, the process of how this stuff goes. Um, I kind of want to just like take the camera in there and just point it towards me, not on him. Just on me and ask him like, hey, is it cool if I document this? Because it's for my podcast and it's kind of therapy for me, you know. And I just want to show people what it's like to go through the process of seeking treatment. Um, and I know everyone's experience is different because everyone has different healthcare providers and different insurance. This would just be mine, but it would kind of give you a a small idea of what it's like to to go seek help if you're looking into seeking help. So I, what I wanted to do was just go in there and when we meet, <clears throat> shake his hand or whatever, set the camera up and just have it on me, vlog style, and just forget it's even there and just kind of document the whole thing and then just kind of review it and post it on here for my next podcast and let you guys know and relay the message of like what the experience was like. But... um. There's no way it's 23 minutes already. Um, yeah, I wanted to do that. And I don't know if he's going to say yes or no or if he's going to advise that I do the opposite of that because it's going to interfere with my my um, my my treatment and my therapy. Because I guess we're going to go through some exercises and stuff and which I would kind of want to capture on film just because I, I, I've, I've never at least looked it up. And I don't know what a live therapy session looks like. So I would kind of obviously pick and choose what I want to keep in. Because the shit gets dark and it gets deep. And I wouldn't want to share everything because I got to keep some stuff to myself. But I can pick and choose what I want to keep in, you know. And um, I don't know. I'm just excited, though. I'm still excited. But that call, me taking that call from him was another eye-opener. It was just like, all right, like, you have to give things a chance. You can't just write everything off, you know. I can't just be so set in my ways because if I just didn't pick up the phone, then who knows how long it would have taken again to find another doctor and restart the process, you know, filling out paperwork. And then mentally it would take a toll because then I would just kind of remain stagnant and stationary and mentally as well, you know. I wouldn't do anything about it and I would just kind of carry over into the next month. And then here I am again complaining to you guys 
telling you about how depressed I've been and how nothing's changed. And then you won't hear from me for a month because I stopped recording and then I'll come back a month later with all this energy. It's like, no, I'm, I'm glad that I uh, responded to the call. And so what he was saying, because he scheduled me for this, you know, a couple days from now. So it's not like I had to wait another week or two. It was like a couple days. He was like really adamant about getting me in there and stuff. And <clears throat> I don't know. Who knows? Maybe one of these days, if everything goes well, I'll I'll have him call into the podcast and he can talk more in depth about this whole process because I know it's an in, intimidating uh, process to go through to just pick up that phone and call and admit that you have a problem that you need help and you need to be on medication. It's a scary thing. I don't want to do it. <clears throat> That's why I've always um, kind of just like asked my fiance, like, can you make these calls for me? I'm just, I don't know. It's just, uh, that's something I need to stop doing. I need to handle my own shit. But I don't know. It's just embarrassing to talk about because most of the time it's a female that answers the phone. And it's like, I don't really feel very masculine talking about this, you know? Um, and my first psychologist that I had too was a female and I'm totally comfortable talking to them, but I just, I don't know, there's some, there's some type of wall that just goes up and I just don't allow myself to be, to be all the way vulnerable. And <clears throat> I think it'll be different this time around because this guy has hands-on experience with it, personal experience with it. And, you know, he's seen a lot of trauma and he's seen a lot of stuff. And I feel like he'll be able to relate to me and I'll be able to relate to him. Cause when I was talking on the phone with him, I forgot I was talking to a doctor and Put that in your own words, but I, it just made me feel more comfortable. Some others may be a little more skeptical, but for me, that's kind of a big thing because you don't want to feel like you're going to a stranger to tell all your deepest, darkest secrets. Like, you don't want that. You want it to feel like you're just talking to a friend because that's when you're going to be most vulnerable, at least for me. But it's huge, you know. I'm glad that uh, I'm finally going to get the ball rolling. And uh, I can't wait to see where this goes. And obviously, I'm the most terrified about taking the medication and getting it started. Uh, it's going to take a lot of balls for me just to pop that first pill. Uh, it probably won't be until like a month from now. Just because I want, like I said, I wanted to do this the right way. I don't want to just see you once for 20 minutes and then go pick up my prescription an hour later and then I'm in bed that night freaking out. You know, I want to feel like, like I said, like I've done my homework. He's done his homework on me. All the people, I'm just, I don't know, I'm very precise in that way and I feel like you ha kind of have to be if you're messing with your brain chemistry because this is my life, you know? This is something that's going to impact me and I've talked about it on <clears throat> other podcasts before <clears throat> damn throat where a lot of these medications come with black label warnings uh, black box warnings which mean that they have deadly side effects and the one that they had prescribed me in the beginning had one of those black box labels and it had a deadly side effect and that, that was all it took for me to to veer away from it but I need to get over that and I need to take my chances because I think it's worth me finally being happy. And he even mentioned it himself. He's, he's what, 52 years old or something like that. He didn't start, 
you know, he waited a long time before he actually got better. And if somebody, he said that if somebody had told him a long time ago when his teens that all he had to do was some therapy, some mental positive thing, positive mental attitude, positive mental attitude and some medication that he can lead a happy and normal life that he would have done it in a, in a second, you know. And I know people have been telling me that for a long time. I'm just very stubborn and uh, I'm uh, I'm naturally a pessimistic person. So I automatically go to negativity, negative thinking. And I'm always skeptical that it's going to work for whatever reason. I don't know. And that's part of some of the stuff that I'm going to work through. And part of the reason why I want to get help, because I want to change this way of thinking. I don't want to go zero to 100 so quickly. And I don't want to. I don't want to be this way anymore about little things. I want to just mitigate that as much as possible. That way I can freaking go out there in the world and just be normal, you know. And I know normal is a a big word to use because no one's normal, but a different normal for me. Not this normal that I'm used to. Um, I'm excited, though. I can't wait to finally get this thing going. And I know it's going to improve my relationship with my fiance because it's been super hard on her to say the least you know super hard and I can't stand to see that look in her eyes anymore when she feels helpless and I don't want to feel helpless either I want to finally do something about this and kick its ass you know for once you know I want to I want to win this battle um I don't know I'm excited to finally get this thing going. But um, as far as the podcast channel goes, I'm going to, like I said, keep doing my best to keep uploading and stuff and update you guys. And hopefully I can get this thing going where I can get in there with a camera and really document this. And it's not going to be a documentary. I just want to kind of show the steps of what it takes and review them on here. Uh, And I hope this channel grows. I know that when I stopped uploading, it really hurt the channel because that's just how the algorithm works. Because I was gaining a subscriber every video that I was uploading, which was good. Um, sometimes a little more than that. My number, my view time was going up and stuff, and then life happened, and you know, I, I was a little late to respond to it. But I'm gonna keep it going this time. I was excited to even do this today. Um, it was annoying that I couldn't get the lighting and the colors the way I wanted it, but whatever, you know. I mean, that's that's a a lot of the fun for me is you know kind of dealing with the more technical side of things, and uh, just kind of the aesthetics of the podcast. But uh, I really want to have guests on here. And uh, I was talking to my sister, and she really, uh, not she, I really want her to come on. And uh, she said she's willing to. And I got to get her in here before she goes to work nights, because she's going to start working nights very shortly. And I'm a morning person. Uh, I would like to, to get her in here, because she grew up around it, and she knows exactly what I went through. And uh, I would like to, you know, she has her own struggles. I want her to share her feelings on here and just... You know, maybe that'll resonate with whoever's watching this. And I hope that over over the over the years, because I do can plan on continuing this for an extensive period of time. This is just not one of those things where I want it to be a phase. I want this to be something that I can call my baby. You know, I want this to grow. And I really meant that. And I meant that with Victor Jr. too. And uh, that's why I was so disappointed because I had talked with him on numerous occasions, you know, five or six times about before I bought all this stuff. Like, look, I need to know if you're serious about this because I'm investing a lot of money into this and I'm going to I'm going to be doing everything 
I'm going to be doing the editing. I'm going to be doing the filming. I'm going to be doing the sound. I'm going to be doing the logos. I'm going to handle the YouTube channels. Everything. The music. I bought all the equipment. I'm, I need to know if you're in this 100%. That's why I was so let down because I put a lot of work into this. And then I don't, on top of it, my computers, I've had it for a while. It's a music computer. It's not for graphics. So editing is a whole nother story. You know, just to upload one of these things, one hour, an hour long podcast in 4K, um, it takes 13 hours just to upload it. And then it takes another day to process all that. So it's very time consuming, but it did give me something to do and it gave me work. But nonetheless, it's a lot of work. And that's why I, and I was doing it all by myself and I'm still doing it by myself. I've always done this kind of stuff by myself because I don't want to have to rely on anybody. All I wanted you to do was show up on time. And, um, I mean, you guys have heard that story before, but yeah, I do plan on doing this for long term. I want to use it as a, a, a tool, you know, therapy. And I want to grow. I want to, I want to resonate with you guys. And hopefully you guys take something from this. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and cut it right there. And this will be, which I don't even have uh, a challenge for you guys this week. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I can try and come up with something. I'll probably cut this out. But yeah, uh, this is the... All right, so this is the segment of the podcast that I call the Stigma Enigma PO3 Pathway Weekly Challenge. And it's the portion of the podcast where I throw a challenge out to you guys. And the incentive for you guys to take that challenge is a little something that I came up with. And uh, it's a, it's an acronym for stigma. So, so that I give my all. That's the acronym. And I'll put a little poster right here of what it means. And the other one that I came up with is uh, slowly this illness guided me along. So here's how it works. I'll give you a challenge. And... All I want you to do is use that uh, acronym as the incentive to take the weekly challenge. So I want you to think about all the stigmas on mental illness that made you terrified to speak up about. Fill in that blank with whatever it is that you're terrified to speak up about so that I give my all, you know, so that you give your all. Um, simple as that. Um, but for this weekly challenge, all I want you guys to do is, and I apologize if it sounds repetitive, but this is something that I know a lot of people aren't doing. Um, and I, I don't even know if I mentioned it before, but who cares? This is a new episode. I want you to, if you're going through what I'm going through, and you're struggling to seek help, I just want you to get on the internet, you know, look up a list of places. Get a list, write them down, make the phone call, see if they take your insurance. And if they don't, try and figure out a way. But I want you guys to just make that phone call and get the ball rolling. That's it. And I know that's tough. That's kind of a big ask because it was a huge ask for me. But, uh, you know, have a talk with your significant other or whoever, you know, your friend, family member, and uh, ask for help. You know, make that phone call. So... That's all I want you guys to do for this week. And um, I really appreciate the people that are tuning in and leaving comments and giving a big thumbs up because it does help. 
And if you guys are new to this channel <clears throat> and you guys enjoy um, content on mental health, this is the podcast for you. That's primarily what I focus on. And it won't be like that all the time. Sometimes I'm just going to BS about whatever. And uh, yeah, so uh, I would really appreciate you guys if you enjoy the content to smash that like button. Consider subscribing and possibly sharing. Uh, that way I can start to grow as a podcaster and uh, as a content creator. Because um, there's nothing more that I would want to do than make this my job in the future. Because I feel like I really have something to offer. Um, and who knows what's going to happen in the future. So... Uh, I really appreciate you guys, and uh, I will see you guys in a week. Like I upload these every Monday, so uh, just be on the lookout for the PO3 Podcast channel. So with that said, my name is Marcus Marks, and I will catch you guys on the next one. <laughs>